everybody it's Wes and Andy back for random fandom Tuesday nights this week it's a uh, random fandom for the week of uh, October 10th 2023 episode number 34 34 for random fandom wow 34 episodes in 34 and still rolling yep we took a week off um for some adulting stuff plus we had our first ever fandom party live uh watch party for the season finale of ahsoka which was awesome yeah great time thank you for those of you who showed up and who participated in the live chat it was a lot of fun and then hung out with us for a little bit after the show while we kind of unpacked it a little bit it was a lot of fun mm. If you didn't catch us in the live stream last week, uh, we just did our uh, our finale on uh, the Ahsoka Fano show last night. We delayed that one because of uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Yep. So that everybody could have their holiday time with their families. That is uh, up now on our uh, YouTube channel, so you can check that out if you'd like. Also available on our audio platforms as well. As always. Random Fandom uh, Tuesday nights. It is a uh, full audience participation show. We're going to do some headlines like we always do. But we encourage you. We encourage you. Throw us up. Throw up. <laughs> well, hopefully you didn't eat so much that you Maybe I should. Be, yeah, maybe I got turkey on the brain or something. Maybe. Do hit us up in the uh, in the live chat with all of your comments, questions about all of the entertainment stuff that you noticed this last uh, week or so because uh, we can't cover everything and plus we had a week off so there's a uh, probably a little bit more to get through tonight than what would be uh, a, a normal yeah. sized helping maybe, maybe it's a normal maybe. sized helping i don't know some fun stuff on the way if you saw the thumbnail then you know what uh, kind of what you're in for tonight some weird stuff and some fun stuff before we get into uh, all that other stuff though we should open up the show the way we like to do it here with a dose of random fandom trivia yeah what do you got this weekend i got one for you okay uh to date how many actors uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. have played the role of 007 james oh my am i allowed to oh wait is this a trick question i don't know okay so let me let me go through this we got connery mm -hmm. then we got lazenby for one mm-hmm then Connery came back. So we counting Connery twice? No. Okay. Because he portrayed the actor, right? So. Right. Then Roger Moore. Mm -hmm. Then Timothy Dalton. Then Pierce Brosnan. Then Daniel Craig. Yep. Now, do we include the, the Casino Royale parody with the other guy? I wouldn't call it so much a parody. David, that was David, just like the first Niven? iteration. Is it Niven? Yep. That's seven. Am I missing any? No. Oh, I got it. You are correct, sir. Hey, David Niven, right? You are yeah, correct. Okay, okay. You got all seven. Oh. Admittedly, Niven looks the least. Least Bondish. But I mean, it's a parody. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's a comedy. Yeah, but there have been 27 seven. James Bond films. It is years. the longest running film franchise in history. 
Yeah. Yeah. There is not a film franchise that has run uh, any longer than this one. Great choice of question this week. Um, kind of ties in nicely with our recasting thing. Mm-hmm. As uh, we were talking about last night uh, with the idea of recasting Balin Skull's character, the late Ray Stevenson, who barely had any lines in the entire series and yet had this commanding performance. Super so, impactful. Yeah. Really like that. The presence was commanding. Bond is my go-to for, uh, you know, recasting. <laughs> I mean, your sometimes mileage may works, vary. Sometimes it Your doesn't. mileage may vary. Let, let's be realistic here. If we take David Niven out of it, mm-hmm. every person on that list had a good movie. And Lazenby's movie, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, is by far... That guy got the worst career advice ever because it was his manager that told him because they wanted him to do a multi-picture deal. Really? Yeah. And the manager talked him out of it. Well, that I'd fire the manager, but honor Majesty's secret service is, is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite bond films. In fact, it's the one, it is the only movie in which we see bonds wife when he gets married. Really? Yeah. She gets murdered at the end of it. Yeah, unfortunately. And then spiritual successor, uh, Roger Moore later on in my other favorite, my all time favorite bond movie for your eyes. Only the movie begins after the little thing with the Blofeld, not Blofeld hmm. shows Roger Moore visiting the grave of his wife. I see putting some flowers on. It's very cool. Nice. There, there's your Wes's random bond thing. Cool. <laughs> it's more than the trivia I had. Oh, well, I just thought it was building on what you'd already laid out for us. I thought that was great. It was good. But this next part's sad. And uh, and we may be (sighs) a little, we're a week behind on this one, but still. Well, we're a week behind on everything, so that's okay. Uh, The NFL legend, uh, Dick Butkus, is dead at 80. When we pass this one around, and I think, did you post it or did Hank post it? I uh, I think I might have posted it. Oh, right, because Hank was like, oh, poor bears. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you. I'm not a sports guy. So when I think of Dick Butkus, I think of Dick Butkus, the character actor who appeared in The Longest Yard, Necessary Roughness, Any Given Sunday. Well, there you go. uh, Murder, She Wrote, MacGyver, My Two Dads. Yeah, and I mean, I think he's got more character roles than he has as himself or a a version of himself. Probably. Um, He was in so much stuff in the 80s. (laughs) Yes, he was. That's who I think of when I think of uh, Dick Butkus. Yeah, because like after his football career, he became the celebrity endorser, a broadcaster, right, yeah. and an actor. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, thoughts. Our thoughts are with his family right now. Yeah, rest in peace, sir. Uh, this next one, if you have a ring doorbell camera. Oh, I thought we were talking maybe Super Bowl ring, but uh, no, I don't. I don't think there's many of us that have one of those. Wrong ring. Uh, if you got a ring camera. Oh, oh, and you just happen to catch an alien this Halloween on that ring camera. Yep. You could win a million dollars. So wait, wait, ring the company, the company that is makes sponsoring this. Yep. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, that's cool. Uh, the website reads, uh, our team is fueling the mothership earthlings. We can't wait to see your extraterrestrial sightings, real or creative interpretation. Oh, in just a few days. creative interpretation. Now that that qualifies. Apparently that qualifies. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, if it didn't, then, you know, your numbers of entries might drastically drop. Yeah, you might not get as many. Yeah. But uh, video submissions will open on October 12th, 2023. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want to get your uh, ring camera installed and 
have it prepped and ready. Apparently, they're also putting in quick replies for the doorbell uh, with like more intergalactic quick replies. <laughs> nice. So it sounds more otherworldly. But I mean, I'd throw in a ba weep grana weep niniban. <laughs> Those who know, know. They know. Yeah, but you can check out the uh, contest as it continues to update at ringmilliondollarsighting.com. Babe, I know we said uh, the Google uh, ecosystem was our jam, but I don't know. Maybe we'd be uh, maybe we'd be ring converts. Maybe I, I just recently put in one. It's not a ring brand one. Yeah. So I'm kind of kicking myself now for that. For not uh, getting one. Yeah. But, but it, you got a video. Idea. You got a video doorbell. Yeah. And same idea. Love it. You do. Okay. It's awesome. You check it when you're out and about. It sends things like uh, notifications, like there's motion at your door. Uh, friends of ours have one, and I think they've got. Oh, I don't know if he's got, he might have the Google one, but he's got it set like the sensitivity on it. Like he'll get, he'll get notifications when a, like a bird flies past it or a cat walks across the rail. Like it's pretty sensitive. Nice. This next one, uh, not for the sensitive at heart. Oh, uh, tenacious D has announced a, uh, spicy meatball arena tour for 2024. (laughs) That's the spicy meatball. Yeah, uh, I would love to attend this, but unfortunately, yeah, it's through the UK and Europe. Oh. I would love to go see. When do the tickets live. tickets on sale? Friday, October sixth. So they went on sale uh, four days ago. Yeah, we have fans in the UK. I wonder if any of them yeah. are going to go. DJC might go. Anybody that's uh, uh, watching or listening from the UK, if you are going to this tour, I want deets. I want all the deets. I want to know. I want photos. I want your take on the show how was the d could be a guest on the show we'd love to break that one down that'd be fun Mm. speaking of live tours live tours yeah like live tours in 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 person playing stuff well it's a little different than that i mean if i said do you know who my favorite band is i i'd think rush okay so getty lee has finally penned his memoir and uh is doing a live tour in support of his memoir the final show Hmm. the final show of the tour it's a very small tour by the way is uh, ending at massey hall in toronto i love rush more than any other musical act and that's the entire world don't throw away tickets went on sale on friday and my wife you should have gotten tickets well the reason i didn't get tickets i love rush i've seen them five times and i feel i consider myself very fortunate to have seen them that many times uh, in my lifetime considering i discovered them late front row tickets at massey hall for this book reading by the way getty is going to sit there with a special guest interviewer i'm guessing it's going to be alex lifeson that's my guess well if you get lifeson maybe bubbles will show up oh bubs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ, Daddy! You wrote a fucking book. Nice fucking book. There's got kitties in it. <laughs> but he's going to read some passages from the book and do a live Q and A. Nice. How much do you think tickets are? Oh, this day and age, I'd say starting at one ninety nine. The two I looked at uh, two front row tickets. Have you been to Massey Hall? No. It's a small, it's a pretty small venue uh, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Would you believe in uh, Canuck, Canuck bucks, $647 each, each. Oh yeah. I love you, Ged. 
but <laughs> not man, that much. <laughs> I, I, at first not I, that much. I get a little upset. I get a little upset because it's like the average schmo like me can't. I mean, I could, if I really, really wanted to, I could, but I'd be paying for it for the next year, paying down my credit card to do it. Yeah. How much do you think their Massey Hall is charging him to rent the venue? Because that's how it works, right? The artist pays for the venue and then they recoup it in ticket sales. Hmm. Do tickets for any live event need to be that much? If it's going to be the last, last, last show, squeeze that. Well, the funny thing is, all she's worth. The funny thing is, as a band, they did their last show in 2014 before Neil had died. Yeah. But there was this cryptic. Getty had put out this cryptic thing about this book tour about, you know, I put off doing this and then basically had said, uh, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here when I say, you know, hopefully getting this out of my system will allow me to get back to what I do best hinting that there might be new music in the future. And that has always been a thing they did. He, uh, he and uh, Alex did a thing on the house of Strombo and Strombo being who he is said, Hey, is there going to be something? And they both kind of went, yeah, at some point we'll probably get together and we probably will do something. They just couldn't say when. Hmm. So having this cryptic message from Getty says to me that maybe newer music is closer than we think. Maybe. There's my rant. $647 for book tour tickets. tickets. Hmm. Very upsetting. No doubt. This next one is. Sorry also... to hijack that. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, this next one's also upsetting for fans oh, yeah. uh, of the iCarly reboot. Uh, it has been canceled by Paramount oh, Plus after just three seasons. Is this not the the uh, original cast come back? It was, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Miranda Cosgrove came back. Uh, Nathan Kress came back. Um, Paramount has said, though, that even though season three did well, it won't be coming back for fourth because they figure they delivered what fans really wanted to see, which was Carly and Freddie finally getting together. Okay, so now, is this a show that you were into, or would this be like your your oldest? Um, might have been, might have been, but I don't think she was no, extremely not into really. It. Eh? Okay, because yeah, it was back in two thousand seven to two thousand twelve on Nickelodeon, right? Right, so right, right in that window. But yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, at least they got a little bit extra. I I think anytime a show gets, and I don't want to call. Do you call this a reboot or a revival? I would call this one a revival because it like picks up the same characters and keeps running with the story, right? Yeah, kind of the same way that they did with uh, Fuller House. Yeah. Sort of a, a revival. I feel like shows that get the revival treatment, you know, if there's a, if the right nostalgia is there, yeah. they can do all right. Yeah. Three seasons, three seasons of a show that, by the way, I never watched the original. So no. <laughs> three seasons in a, of a revival seems pretty good to me mm-hmm. but uh cress he mourned the cancellation on twitter writing that uh the crew had a lot of story left to tell oh and he said maybe somehow someday we'll find out how the story ends so that to me says they didn't really give it uh a proper ending in their fire like the season finale but write a book yeah put it in the ya section do a podcast there you go tjc hey. all the way from the uk to here Good evening, sir. I hope everything is well with you. This next one's fun, though. Uh, fans of Lego and fans of Jurassic Park. Who doesn't like Lego? Get ready for the unofficial retelling. <laughs> now, they've released the trailer, and we've linked to this in the show notes. 
Lego uh, Jurassic Park. But apparently the synopsis is that uh, after finding his journal, Dr. Ian Malcolm recalls the events in mayhem 30 oh, years ago. Really? And, you know, he fills it in, but it's got that Lego twist on it, right? So. I just want to know if there's going to be an outhouse. There is. It's in the trailer, <laughs> and the guy actually builds it first before going in. <laughs> That's hilarious. So apparently this is streaming today on Peacock. On Peacock? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Available in the U.S. and the U.K., Italy, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and then other countries will be confirmed soon. Jurassic Park being a universal yeah. Uh, property so i yeah. guess yeah it makes sense it'll be on peacock because that would be and uh, nbc is the parent company there so. which is owned by universal yeah <laughs> that makes sense i'm just doing the math here yeah it lines up lego makes everything better LEGO it makes certainly it makes it cuter and expensive <laughs> yeah it's I, hard to be a hard enough to be an action figure guy don't get me started on trying to be a lego guy too <laughs> This next one, we're dipping back into AI territory. Uh-oh. Uh, Robin Williams' daughter Uh-oh. is slamming AI recreations of him as Uh-oh. disturbing. Wait. Where has he been recreated by AI? Uh, let's see here. Is uh, this for, like, a project or something? I'm not sure if it was done for, uh, like, monetary gain or whatever, or just people doing it on the internet. Oh, okay, but okay. Some, uh, some of what she's heard, Robin Williams' daughter, Zelda... Yeah, uh, she's just, you know, saying oh, she's just talking about AI in general. Yeah, because like, I guess you can go to uh, like I've, I've sent you some of those music videos right? oh, where they've, like, they've digitally altered the voice. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. And I guess it's along the same lines as that. But uh, I got to wonder if there's a legal what the, the legal ramifications here are, because like, well, you have like your James Earl Jones, who's signed his he's signed away, his, right? his rights away. But. What about productions that are so old that that sort of predate some of these modern deals where like the studio owns everything? But we see this in the in the toy world where toy companies can't get the likeness rights. I guess that does boil down to the person, doesn't it? I would think so, or at least their estate. I wonder if there's a case, and I'm sure I'm sure it's only a matter of time before some studio or some production company does it without permission and then it runs through the court system and we see what happens you know especially if it's on a property that let's say it's sony pictures not saying that sony's doing that what if it's a character that they own yeah and they recreate we're gonna recreate any character that we own after they've died yeah it'd be interesting to see how that works out she's calling these uh, recreations personally disturbing and i mean for his daughter yeah that would be like in one I, hand there'd be you know oh hear my dad's voice from the grave sure but in the other it's like no it's not him right yeah no i get it it's it's uncanny valley uh for sure yeah yeah and this is uh it's one of the mandatory subjects of bargaining in the current actor strike right uh, absolutely uh, the use of performers voice likeness and, or performance to train an artificial intelligence system designed to generate new visual audio or audio visual content Again, you said it already, James Earl Jones, who's clearly on one side of that. Yeah. Um, because let's be let's be frank here, like there have been a few Darth Vader voice actors, but none of them will be James Earl Jones. No, none of them will be. And I think that's a smart move. I mean that that's um You make the deal while you can. Star Wars is a license to print money. Basically. Right. So and James Earl Jones is pro- is part of that. 
he's part of the fabric of what makes star Wars, star Wars. I, I totally get it. But I also get Zelda's point that it is, it is uncanny Valley and it, and it will be disturbing, especially when it's your loved one. Yeah. It's easy for me to armchair quarterback this and go, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, not my loved one. Well, she wrote on Instagram. I've witnessed for years how many people want to train these models to create, recreate actors who cannot consent like dad. This isn't theoretical. It is very real. Yeah, absolutely. We're at a point. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, TJC got a comment there for us. Uh, He says uh, probably along the lines of whether they have permission to use their likeness as part of the character that they portrayed. Yeah. So the stuff that would have been hammered out at the time of, of striking the deal. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, she's saying here, how, how do you account for people who are no longer here? Cause like, we've already had, uh, like CGI recreations of like James Dean and absolutely. Like we, that, we, right? we had the Christopher Reeve Superman turn up in, in, the, uh, Flash. in the flash. So, yeah. you know, was that done with the blessing of again, the studio owns the rights to the, to the movies. Does that, I, I don't know. Like there's so, there's so much gray. And I am not an intellectual property lawyer, so I really have no idea how any of this stuff works. Yeah. But I find it fascinating. Yeah. Uh, but she's not alone. Many actors and directors and writers have publicly rallied against it. Uh, Tim Burton blasted AI recreations of his directing style by comparing them to robots taking your humanity and your soul. Interesting. John Cusack said uh, Hollywood studios were running a criminal enterprise with AI, adding... Studios want to have extras work one day, scan them, yes. own their likeness forever, and eliminate them from the business. I remember that quote. Now, yeah. that that quote's uh, a few, well, it's a couple months old now, but yeah. when he said that, I was like, absolutely. Yeah, and they finished absolutely. saying that's what AI is, a giant copyright identity theft. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, just recently, Tom Hanks took to social media to warn fans about an AI version of himself that's out there being used to sell dental plans online. So there you go. He's out there and he has not consented to this, but someone out there is using a Tom Hanks recreation to sell dental plans. America. Why wouldn't they use Marge? (laughs) Dental plan. (laughs) Lisa needs braces. (laughs) It's not funny. Not funny. Yes, it is. I know. Yes, it is. On some level, comedy is funny, man. It is. It's funny. But even if it is offensive <laughs> true but yeah uh, christopher nolan he has said uh the biggest danger of ai is that we attribute these godlike characteristics to it and therefore let ourselves off the hook i don't know what the mythological underpinnings are of this but throughout history there's this tendency of human beings to create false idols to mold something in our own image and then say we've got godlike powers because we did that yeah but at what point do you get to keep saying we did that when it's the AI doing it? Yeah. I think the, uh, and again, I still think that there is a, there is real world applications for AI. Well, it will be oh, absolutely. a game changer for positive change, but you know, but with once you positive, open the, once you open the box, there's always going to be someone who wants to do something negative with it. Absolutely. I mean, you, you can't really close the box once it's been opened. So, I mean, it, it, it's only going to move in one direction. Unless you trust afterlife or was it? No. Uh, answer the call. They said you can put it back in the box. Answer the call. Yeah. Ghostbusters, the female. Oh, remote. right. Right. We put it back in the box before. Put it back in the box. Yeah. Not this time. No. No. 
Uh, speaking of putting something in the box and then it getting out again. Okay. The McRib is coming back again. Oh, I hope we get this in Canada. Yeah. And that's the tricky part. Uh, despite its farewell tour last year, uh, they have announced that it is returning once again, uh, and it'll start November 15th, 2023, but it's only coming to select restaurants. So well, I not, call bullshit on not that. Everywhere is going to get the McRib. <laughs> so what did they find a war stock of uh, McRib of, of riblets <laughs> laying around somewhere? <laughs> That's right. You can go if you really need one. Just go you to can M&Ms. make your own. Yeah, get your own yeah, yeah. riblets and go to the bunch stop, and you know it's a barbecue sauce, and you're good to go. I remember when I was in the service and uh, the riblet riblet was a was a popular menu item. Yeah. Uh, like riblets. Oh yeah, give me a, give me a bun. <laughs> Oh, Kim never liked the McRib. Never liked the McRib. Wow. It's kind of well, like, it never liked you either. Maybe this is another one of those Simpsons future predictions. You remember when they had uh, the crusty McRib? Okay. And, and it went on a tour, and Homer had to follow it around the country <laughs> to get the McRib. Well, what about the guys who uh, who traveled for McPizza? True. For that one last restaurant that was serving McPizza up until 2000 whatever. Aw. I thought it was in Canada. Maybe. Maybe it was Alaska. It was some bizarre. There's always this weird one-off where yeah, there's usually like one holdout somewhere. The last blockbuster, yeah. the last McRib. Yeah. What's the next last thing going to be? I don't know. Human being. <laughs> no, too early for that. Or well, maybe not. Maybe not. This next one, uh, if you got money, you're in luck. Uh, the head of c3po oh i saw this it's i think coming I, up on auction i think yeah, i you, brought this to your you attention sent this yeah. to me, yes so the last round of uh, of auction uh, items from prop store i registered for a prop store account did you um i have to follow up on that because i finally i didn't get my registration confirmation until the last auction was over mm. so not only do i not know how much the princess leia dress sold for i'm not even sure how to access my account but i intend to follow through with that because i do want to follow this stuff i really want to see uh what this comes out at um they're estimating that it could go for 1.1 million now but the cool thing is now andy tell the people where did this c3po head come from well it is part of a collection currently owned by the actor who played the droid anthony daniels legendary tony daniels yep who just, by the way, returned, uh, by the way, there was an on-set photo. It really was Anthony Daniels on set for Ahsoka. For Ahsoka yeah. 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 Very so cool. Continuing his thing of being in everything. Spoiler. C-3PO's in Ahsoka. That was like two episodes ago. Uh, we're fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> but he is quoted as saying, I'm thrilled, or uh, I'm thrilled that the prop store has agreed to curate my collection and I trust that the pieces will go into the right hands. I hope this can bring pleasure to Star Wars fans and collectors all around the world give them a chance to own a piece of the real thing. I'm loving the, the split screen there about how far that head has come from yeah. being all dirtied up on set to like, oh, like you can barely look yeah, at it. It's got the mirror. Can someone back? turn the sun down. But I mean, like it's got all the screen accurate dents. Like absolutely still in there. Yeah, so. Screen identified. Mm-hmm. Uh, the collection also includes a bunch of quirky items, such as a pair of C3PO's fingers from a new hope. Uh, an unopened C3PO cereal box that they think might fetch between $410 and $820. Some goofball out there is going to go, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat that cereal. I'm going to eat it. It's going to be a box of dust. 
<laughs> also, they have uh, Daniel's handwritten Ewok Village speech page from Return of the Jedi. Mm, that's cool. And they're thinking that one's going to go in the thousands. But that's you not all you in never this know. auction. What else we got? Uh, also in this auction is a uh, oh, nice. the largest collection of Blade Runner props, memorabilia, and production items ever to come to market. Oh, very cool. And among that is the director's chair that Harrison Ford sat in. Oh, very cool. Scenes. That's uh, cool. They're expecting it to go from anywhere between eleven and twenty-three thousand. Uh, they've also got uh, a collection co-signed by Blade Runner archivist Jeff Hutchins, which includes costume designer Charles Node's personal costume bible oh, and very the continuity cool. script. That's cool. And they're estimating that one anywhere from thirty-four to sixty-nine thousand. That's U.S. dollars, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is a uh, prop store of UK, not prop store of LA. Um, I'm almost certain that it's, I believe so, it's yeah. going to be on the UK side. Yeah, Same because, company. Because in the article, all the prices also have the amount in pounds. Oh, pounds sterling. Yeah. yeah. They're the same company. They're just, yeah, just two outlets. outlets. Yeah. Uh, another item in here is one of the Freddy Krueger gloves from Nightmare on Elm Street. And, oh. uh, they're estimating that one could go anywhere from 230 to 460,000. Oh, wow. So, but uh, that's not all. They've also got uh, a whip signed by Harrison Ford from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I'm trying to imagine him signing the oh, whip. The, the leather, the like the oh, wrapped leather. Yeah, sign the handle. I don't know how good that's going to look. Sure. That's cool. Get photos of it. Uh, they've also got uh, Stanley Kubrick's hand noted shooting script from The Shining. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So it's got his little details and notes on it. But apparently there's over 1,800 lots and it will go over four days with an estimated value of over 13.8 million. That's impressive. Yeah. And uh, it'll start on November 9th and runs through Sunday, November 12th. So registration is open for anybody with the pockets to get into it. Oh man! And uh, just in case, we've added the link in the show notes so you can. Yeah, and then you're gonna have to go and register for your own prop store account uh, to do that. Got to follow up on that one. Yeah, remind me. Got to follow up on that. TJC. Uh, TJC. I wore my movie replica Freddy glove one Halloween, and a policeman wanted to check that the blades weren't real. Wow. You know, I guess there's cause for for that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the laws are in your city. Well, um, so that that could very well be a legitimate thing, right? It is. Um, I have two versions of the glove. I have one where the blades are plastic. It's Did you get for... one from us when we were still in business? Because we had a couple and they were metal, but yeah. they weren't sharpened. No, I do have one of the metal ones as well. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen some pretty janky uh, Halloween costume ones where like, yeah, they're metal, but it's like <laughs> they're very warpy. <laughs> But it's a cool thing. It's a cool it thing. It is. And it's the right time of year for it. Yeah. But, uh, also, it started last week, but uh, just so you don't forget. What started last week? Loki, season two. Yes, it did. Now, uh, I- I've watched the first episode. I have as well. Where Where are you at with that? I'm liking it so far. I am I, definitely loving uh, Short Round's appearance, though. I have he's, said. He's stealing the show. I've said this before, and just so we can quantify this, nothing. What phase is this now? Phase? Phase, I don't know. Six? I don't remember. Nothing after the Infinity Saga has gripped me as much as this. 
and the Spider-Man movie <laughs> and the Spider-Man movie. I have never, I have not been as invested in anything that Marvel has done since the infinity saga. How's that? Okay. I've found everything to be just kind of like, not quite hitting. Yeah, exactly. Not really hitting as much as I would like it to. Nolan showers over on YouTube says, Hey guys, have you watched the robot chicken episode where Skeletor is getting spanked by the nanny at the end? You know what? I don't think I've seen that one. I've yet. seen tons of robot chicken. Um, it's and still I, going though, right? Is it? I believe so. Then I'm not, I am way out of touch with it. I know I'm, I'm super far behind on my robot chicken. Kim says Loki uh, two is uh, season two is great so far. Excellent. I do see. I'm a big, I'm a bigger He-Man fan than I am a robot chicken fan. So when I, when they did the, uh, and as a classics collector, when they did the robot chicken set mm-hmm. Skeletor and Molar, Molar yeah. I was like, Oh, do I get it? Do I not get it? I, I'm eh, still kicking myself for not getting for not one. getting it. Yeah. Cause I remember seeing it in your store at one point. I was like, Oh, I should get that. The Skeletor head is missing a tooth. <laughs> Which is Great episode, hilarious. To answer your question, Nolan, I have not seen that episode. But now I'll keep an eye out for it. When you say the nanny, are we talking like Fran Drescher, the nanny? Because I can see that happening. The president of the Screen Actors Guild? (laughs) (laughs) Negotiator extraordinaire? Yeah, still working on it. (laughs) Yeah, we got five more weeks of Loki. And, uh, you know, go check it out. You're right, though. Um, Kihoi Kwan has just been phenomenal. I love the... And of course, you know, social media has sort of erupted this week talking about how Loki, uh, time travel, the, the whole thing, the back to the future kind of moment, uh, yeah. it, it breaks the explanation of time travel established by Bruce Banner, but it's fine because as Mobius said, well, time doesn't work the same way here. Yeah. They're outside the time stream, right? Yeah. 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 And I love, I love the way they did it. It was, they totally bill and tedded it. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I don't I, know that yet. Wait if a minute, I leave myself I a note. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly I'm remembering. <laughs> well, TJC says, uh, I watched the robot chicken episode of GI Joe in Afghanistan. Oh man. Very close to the wire, but definitely fine. Close to the wire. Um, Afghanistan veteran here. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I read a thing going back to the Kihoi Kwan thing that somebody's like in my world, in my, in their mind, um, his character is a variant of data. Hmm. As in, like the Goonies data. <laughs> Could be. Now, I don't know who owns. Universal owns the Goonies, I think. I believe so. Yeah. So, aren't they the ones that did the spoofing in uh, Jurassic Park? If you watch uh, Dennis Maybe. Nedry's three outfits, it's like here's Chunk, here's uh, oh yeah, data, here's uh, I guess so. Yeah. Sean Austin. Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people pointed that one out. G.I. Joe and Afghanistan. I'm sorry. I'm still reading that. I And I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing because that's, that's legitimately funny. <laughs> I got to watch that show more. But uh, what G.I. Joe? No, robot chicken. <laughs> uh, you can go to the, speaking of G.I. Joe, this is a quick plug for G.I. Joe. Um, they have an official YouTube channel, by the way. Ooh. They, they are currently running. Now they change it every once in a while, but for the last several months on a continuous loop, they're just looping G.I. Joe renegades. If you've never really? seen renegades. So, hmm. but it's a lot, it, they're, they're running it as if it was alive. So alive you, you, you've, you got to get go in. Point. Yeah. You're in it wherever it is when you tune in. So. A bunch of them are like that. I think the Transformer website or uh, YouTube channel is like that as well. I think there's an Unsolved Mysteries channel on Roku as well. 
on the Roku. Yeah. Oh, cool. Just constantly playing those. Yeah. 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 But this next one, they're not constantly playing. They're seeking a new network. And what? Who's looking for a new network? We, we talked about this. Uh, oh, wait. Ago. Ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Eels Eels. is actively seeking a new home. I wondered they if they were going to. Canceled. So uh, I'm curious now. It's funny now, only in, not only in cancellation, but I do want to check it out. Yeah, I've wanted to watch this one, but it's on uh, stars and I don't have stars. I don't either. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm if they shop it around and yeah. landed on, say, oh, Netflix, which might then pick up the other seasons <laughs> too, right? I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. Oh, Nolan says uh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. Uh, heels. Uh, I've got this like f- weird fascination with wrestling, having been away from it for so long, but at the same time, I still like to periodically sort of look through Dip your toes back. I in. do. I do like with things like, um, what's the what's dark the, side of the ring, Yeah, dark side of the ring. Now that we've got it, uh, it's streaming here in Canada on crave leaps. So. I've been slowly working my way through those. And I, I find those sort of let's, Let's pull, let's pull back the curtain and show you. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. No, no. I want to look at the man behind the curtain. I want to know what's going on. Unless that man's Ric Flair in his robe and he's just helicoptering up the aisle. <laughs> apparently that happened. Recently? Oh, no. That was on the flight from hell. You'll, if you haven't oh, seen that Oh, is episode, that the one where they crashed? Uh, no, they didn't crash, but apparently they were just rowdy as all hell. Oh, fair enough. But uh, Well, Flair, I mean, that guy's got to do something. I mean, what is it? Alimony or something that he just... Yeah. That's why they wheeled him out, what, last year for an actual match? Maybe. I think he's trying to get into the deathmatch circuit now. Oh. Don't do it, Rick. Don't do it. Dude, like. Stick to your weed and your and your booze. Booze, Rick, booze is good money. Well, you're, so, you remember we had the clip on there from his RickFlairDrip.com. Yep. Woo. <laughs> but, uh, Sammy Hagar made more money selling Cabo Wabo than he ever did in Van Halen. How's that? How's Ryan Reynolds doing with aviation, aviation gin? gin? I thought he just sold that too. Oh no, I don't know. Or it's uh, mint mobile. One of the other ones that he's, uh, hmm. that he's got his hands on. But, uh, yeah. Back to heels here. They say they're actively shopping it around. Uh, they didn't intend for it to end after, you know, it did. And you know, who knows where it's going to land, but Hopefully it lands somewhere. I hope that as an actor that like, don't get me wrong because I quite enjoyed arrow, Mm. but by the time we got to the end, like, and and I think, I think I speak for a lot of fans when I say like hearing for two seasons, you have failed this city got real old, real fast. Yeah. He wasn't Batman. It was kind of, I don't want to say one notey. A little bit. Note- okay, so he was kind of one notice. A little bit. Yeah. I it, hope it, it took time to find its footing. I hope as an actor that he has grown. Now, I was quite surprised to see him cast as the modern Casey Jones hmm. in the, the Ninja Turtle reboot. Yeah. I didn't think it that it was a good fit for him. I, I mean, physically he was great. Yeah, he did fine that way. But again, his chops just weren't there hmm. so yeah heels i mean i'm interested i think heels is probably closer to the character on heels is probably closer to the man which probably makes it a better fit probably because i know like recently and I, I followed him on social media quite quite heavily for a while he's kind of comes across like a bit of a jerk <laughs> and i'm thinking oh that works that works in the in context of what the show is right yeah especially for like 
wrestling. Yeah. You, you need yeah, yeah. a character that'll stand out, right? Exactly. So I guess at some point there was even hope that heels would cross promote with uh, either WWE or. Oh, AEW. really? But again, nothing has happened yet. And maybe in the future. We talked about this before and it's like anybody who was wondering what he was doing when he landed in the WWE, uh, research. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the research everyone I'm doing research for my new show. Yep. How about we talk about some toys? I'm I always want to talk toys. <laughs> well, I know this uh, one is technically up your alley, but you ain't going to like it. Oh, uh, is, Yahoo it a, is it a cost thing? No, it's, okay, it's actually right. the type. Uh, Yahoo News broke it that uh, the latest Black Series line uh, is the Holocron collection. So I like the idea of what this is. I, I, I'm looking at these and I'm thinking those are pretty cool. Somebody out there who's not a big Star Wars nut that like I am would probably put one of those on their desk. Like that would be a cool little thing in your office Absolutely. on your desk. Do you honestly think that the depth and breadth of character selection will ever go as deep with this as they have with no. I don't think so. I like the light up bases. Like it's the little hollow. Yeah. It's a little the, puck, the, the bounty puck Yeah, with the name of the character in Orabesh. I like that. I like that. But as I have said, things that I don't like non-transforming transformers and translucent figures and translucent figures, yeah. because when I think of translucent figure, I think brittle plastic. And as soon as you go to move it, you're, you get pieces of it in your hand. <laughs> That yeah. being said, that being said, uh, these are going to be a bit harder to come by because um, because they are pre-order exclusives from various retailers. So apparently oh, you're on, really going to have to go chasing. Yeah. October 5th, <laughs> Han Solo was available on fan channel. Uh, now that that looks like uh, that is the Empire Strikes Back Han. Yeah. The uh, what me worry version. Yeah. 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 Um, then Ahsoka Tano goes on sale October 13th at uh, Walmart. That's uh, just in a couple days. Uh, the Mandalorian goes or did go October 5th at uh, Hasbro Pulse and uh, Shop Disney. Mandalorian Dinjarin. Yep. Okay. Uh, Bo-Katan is going October 13th at Target. And, wow, they've really uh, moved these around. Yeah. Axe Woves went October 5th on Amazon. I find it interesting that uh, of five figures... Four of them are Mandalorian based. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you could say five of them or no, four of them. Yeah. That's what I mean. Han Solo is the only one that's that not. didn't really show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. That's a cool idea. I like the idea. Um, I don't know if I like the execution. Fair enough. But apparently they're going to retail for around $34.99. $34.99 US. US. Uh, you guarantee that, oh, a battery-operated thing? That's going to... So what, gonna what, what, what surprises me is, like, now, I have every figure in that collection, the regular release of that, and every one of those is a basic... I shouldn't say basic. Is a regular release. None of them are deluxe. Hmm. They're, not take, they're not taking anything away. Well, technically, they are. They've taken all the paint apps away. There's no paint. So is the light up thing and the little stand with the name, is that going to be the accessory? Is that going to push these into deluxe pricing? I would, would you just so. say they're going to be what? 
$34.99. So that's probably going to be... If you look at the packaging here, right? That's deluxe packaging. That's a deluxe package. Yeah, yeah. The double wide box. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Fair enough. But if you get these, fans of our show, if you get one of these, uh, again, I want the deets. Let us know. Let me know. Uh, this next one, uh, it leaked, or at least partially leaked a couple weeks ago. Uh, it is now confirmed. <gasps> Green Goblin and Doc. Oh, Ock. we did. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, seeing, I saw the uh, the Pulse Con or the Pulse reveal and I sent it to you. Well, there you go. Yep. So uh, Doc or uh, Green Goblin is. They do uh, look good, though. It does. It really looks good. Uh, springing out of the Spider Man No Way Home movie and uh, comes with the helmet, the goggles, and the updated costume as well as the Goblin Glider. You know, I, I liked that look. I liked him. I liked him in the, in the Tobey Maguire film. And so I, I, I still liked him in the, in the new one as well. I didn't so much like the costume in the Tobey Maguire one, but with the addition of the hood here, it brings him more closer. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Comic book version. Right. So I kind of, that was good. It's the hoodie that went, you got shredded. Yeah. <laughs> nice way of doing that, by the yeah. way, it's a good way to pull that off. Yeah. And then the other one we get is uh, Spider-Man two version of Dr. Octopus. So I'm not sure whether or not doing like a home or no way home version of him with like the red Iron Man infused tentacles or anything, but I mean, it's still good. And finally, that's we're a getting, good, that's a good question though, because I mean, would the figure itself look that different? Just, I think the paint just the on tentacles the, on the tentacles. Yeah. So maybe that is a down the road thing or maybe issue or that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> but we're finally getting a Doc Ock that can actually stand on his tentacles. Yeah, that's cool. And who doesn't want to have their Doc Ock walking around like that? Yeah, because I've seen so many of them so far modded with those uh, uh, little USB lights in, oh, in place really? of the tentacles. So they're yeah. actually movable and positionable. Like any wire. Yeah. 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 I would do that. Now, the Doc Ock is a little bit cheaper than the Green Goblin, but... Uh, Still a bit pricey. I believe the Goblin is up there at $72.99. Oh. And that's Canadian. Oh, still. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Whereas Doc Ock, I believe, is in the 60. Or that's a leader class transformer right there, man. Yeah. 72 bucks. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. It does. These next ones might uh, sweeten you up. All right. Uh, Super 7 Reaction has put out the first wave of the Willy Wonka figures. That is an amazing segue, but just to answer you, no. <laughs> know, the reactions. They're inspired by the 71 classic film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, so you can get uh, your Gene Wilder Willy Wonka and uh, Mike TV as well as Violet Beauregard in this first wave. I mean, is there enough charlie and the chocolate factory merch in the world right now i don't know not enough i mean we always need more gene wilder merch well there I mean, you that. can get that Mego figure of him there is that now is that gene wilder's likeness like it's hard to it's see it's a reaction figure like so i mean it's going to be kind of derpy a little bit 1970s kenner style yeah okay i can live with that yeah but i'm not for me but i, I I'm can guessing live with and and like i i dig the packaging here because he gets a full bar whereas the kids get the golden ticket Oh yeah, good point. That that makes sense. Yeah, I guess if you're an in package collector, that would be that'd be a highlight for you. Sure, yeah. it would be. Yeah, yeah. This next one, you're definitely going to want to take out a package. Though, uh, it is also from Super Seven, uh, Mars Attacks. Oh, oh, that's you get smashing the enemy, the Ultimate Martian. 
Oh, that's in an Ultimates box. Yeah. So that's a seven-inch scale. It is. Uh, this is based on card number 50 from the 1962 Tops trading card yeah, series. Yeah, not, not the film. No, no. This that is good, though. from the card where he gets his brain bashed in, yeah. basically. Um, there's <laughs> also another mean? version out there that is just like a straightforward, yeah. intact Mars Attacks Alien. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you want to recreate some gross settings, this is the one for you. It's cool. I think that's cool. He even comes with a little popped out eyeball. <laughs> Another piece for you to lose. Exactly. <laughs> but leave it to Super Seven though to to pull out like a like weird sort of like fringe yeah. uh, property and like, oh let's do something. Yeah, we're due for another Mars Attacks movie. Come on. All the aliens that are getting ready to invade. I was us. gonna say the last one was uh that the Jack Nicholson one. Yeah. What year was that? Oh 90 something. I think so, yeah. Creepy lady who just didn't move when she. Yeah, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker as a dog hybrid. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that again. I haven't yeah, seen that in a while. So yeah. Mars attacks action figure. That's cool. And this next one, uh, I know we don't like reaction figures, but even I'm tempted by these ones. Uh, Listen, I, there was a time I'll tell you the one time I was tempted to go all in on a line of reaction figures, and I, it, I. I kind of like regret not getting them was the dark crystal line. Ooh. Um, but again, you had to, you had to hunt them down because there was a couple of exclusives that were mm. not part of the regular release. Anyway, didn't do it. Kind of regret it. Anyway, what do you got? Uh, well, it's the right time of year, but uh, fans of the Simpsons Treehouse of horrors. Oh, I got four new ones. Oh, oh, really? Are those, those are reaction figures. Oddly enough, that is kind of bizarre and, and because they're, they they're don't not the traditional Kenner form. No, there's they are more like a shrunk down version of the, almost uh, like a playmates. Like a, yeah, I was gonna say the 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 round, the round quality to them, the cartoon quality. It's yeah. there. It's definitely there. Yeah, like they still have the same five POA, but yeah, but they're they're almost like like that Homer. Uh, they don't not none of them have a neutral pose. No. You know, they're already sort of in this, yeah. like, like in package. Okay. Yes, well, he's got uh, a new, yeah, he's got a neutral pose. And get, so does she, uh, but... Hell to pay Homer where he got <laughs> the, uh, to pay off of uh snake. You get witch Marge. Yep. Uh, then you also get nightmare Willie, which I would be in for it, of, of all of them. I think he's kind of yeah. the best one. And then Hugo Simpson, Bart's evil twin brother. Oh yeah. 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 So re really dig it in that one, but. Yeah, they're available for pre-order now at super7.com. Well, that's cool. I mean, the Simpsons being, you know, as evergreen as it is, which timeless. My god, I don't know how it survived this long, but <laughs> was it the it's the longest running show on television now. It has so, been yeah. for a while. Yeah, they're in the like season 30 something or other. Wow. Yeah. Then we got uh, one more or a couple more here coming up from McFarlane. Oh, sure. Yeah, cool. Uh these are the Platinum Chase versions. Uh-oh. So oh uh, oh brainiac from injustice oh, injustice 2. okay I'm not an injustice fan but I do like the look of that figure yeah uh basically it's just redone paint apps from the basic sure. figure yep uh but these ones are gonna be harder to get because they're doing that online lottery thing oh that way everybody has equal chance equal chance to, to uh, get one to get one limited numbers yes do they say what the total run count is gonna be uh I do not have a limited Okay. Account. All right. But uh, this one would be starting at twenty two ninety nine US, and there's another one too. Uh, the Jim Gordon as Batman from Batman Endgame. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
and they do state this one will be a limited number available uh, that will be drawn right, at random right. through that EQL. Oh boy. But the Jim Gordon's only 1999 US. Right. So you know, if you're a fan of those and you want the repaints, I don't have lottery. I've only got a couple of McFarlands. I'm and, and uh strangely enough, I think I've got three of them and and uh two of them are Batman. <laughs> Animated series Batman and uh Batman Beyond. Don't you have Keaton Batman? I do have Keaton Bat, but I haven't opened them yet. Ah, you got three Bat. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> That's all they make. I actually anyway. had the Bat Fleck in my hand the other day, going, "Do I need him? Because if I need, if I get him, then I got to go and get. I really wish I could have got that multi pack, oh, the movie multi pack, six bats and the bat Clooney Bat. Yeah, yeah, Clooney Bat. Yeah, I'd be down for that. All the movie Batman. Yeah, Batman. I think I said that right. Yeah, Batman. Batman. Uh, do you remember a while back the uh, HasLab Cobra Hiss? I do remember the Hiss, yeah. Well, it made its funding back then. And, uh, and oh, is it starting to deliver? It is starting to deliver. Nice. So folks who back this project should be receiving it soon. Uh, the original target was 8,000 people, but they ended up closing with 26,772. <laughs> well, that's a landslide. And that doesn't account for your... your what is it? The limited quantities where you can buy what three or four per household. I don't know what the limits were on this one, but regardless, it was probably more than one. So expect these to pop up on the secondary market any day. Now we'll be looking for the first uh, reviews anytime soon. Then mm. um, I, I like it I again, but you know me, my relationship with GI Joe. Yeah. It pissed me off too early for me to, to forgive them. <laughs> so now I just, I, I get my GI Joe vicariously through other people who are collecting it. Yeah. Well, I think we've reached that point. Uh, what we I'm have? Turn it over to you, sir. Well, that's fair enough. Let me uh, let me just fire up the old machine here. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. Alright again, it's that time where we play a lexicon, the word game where uh, I'm going to put up a completely nonsensical word that is 100% legit. I'm going to give you three definitions. Your job is to uh, pick out the correct uh, definition, and if I've done my job correctly, then I will pull the con. <laughs> you want to see what this week's word is? Let's see what's the word. Alright, uh, this week's word is... Earth. Again, this week's word is... Earth. And one more time, how about we have a Earth? That's right, Earth. I live on planet Earth. Earth. <laughs> e R F. Earth. Earth. Not Nerf. Earth. <laughs> That's right. Okay. What's All right. So, first, definition, uh, first here? definition. Here we go. Definition number one Energy recovery ventilator, a specialized piece of equipment used in the HVAC industry to improve air quality and energy efficiency by transferring heat and moisture between the incoming fresh outdoor air and the exhausted indoor air. It's hmm. definition number one for earth. Okay. <laughs> you ready for definition number two? Lay it on me. All right. Definition number two. An abbreviation in geology referring to the erosion rate factor. It is a measurement of the reshaping of geological formations over time by wind, water, glacial activity, and erosion, and is used to develop land conservation strategies. That's definition number two. I can see that. And uh, definition number three. A plot of land usually about a half acre in size. 
So there you go. Earth. There are your three choices. I'll just run through them one more time while you guys are thinking about your answers. Uh, Earth, an energy recovery ventilator, a specialized piece of equipment used in the HVAC industry to improve air quality and energy efficiency by transferring heat. Oh, transferring with three R's. Oh, wow. Whoops. <laughs> to improve air quality and energy efficiency by transferring heat and moisture between the incoming fresh outdoor air and the exhausted indoor air. Hmm. Or is it an abbreviation in geology that refers to the erosion rate factor, a measurement of the reshaping of geological formations over time by wind, water, glacial activity, and erosion, and is used to develop land conservation strategies? Or is it a plot of land, usually about a half acre in size? Hmm. What do you think? Hit me up with your answers in the live chat here. What are you going to say? I think I'm going to lock in with number two. Andy locking in at number two. I like number two. Ray locking in at number one. Any more for any more before we, uh, before we the reveal big, the big reveal. And find out who's right and who's wrong. <laughs> you can't say you didn't learn something this week. Well, you always learn something on random <laughs> fandom. <laughs> All right. We've got, uh, we've got a, oh, wait a minute now. What happened here? Oh, you've, I'm sorry. I've only got one here because you gave, gave me your answer I, I, in person. We've got a, a one and a two. <laughs> one, two, three, four. And a one and a two. And a, if you said one, two, three, I meant, <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. What yeah, happened? I pushed the wrong button. Uh, let me try that again. If you said number three, a plot of land, usually a half acre in size, you were correct. By the way. That's right. Lexicon. This shit is bananas. I would never have guessed that. <laughs> Neither would I. Would just sell me an earth. Earth just seems like a, an acronym for something. It and it probably is in a bunch of other specialized fields. But these two acronyms complete hokey <laughs> made them up. I did not make them up. Remember that AI thing about useful uh -oh. uses? Yeah, you're using it for the chat GPT, everybody. Chat GPT helped me create the false answers and they are pretty convincing i think mm -hmm. i learned today actually when you asked chat, BT, uh, chat gpt to, to come up with a fake definition it will give you something way more uh credible if you put in fake but believable oh so the more you feed more it keywords yeah yeah so because i was getting like all kinds of like conspiracy theory kind of things i'm like okay but can you give me something more believable and it's like sure and i'm like oh these are believable there's some conspiracy theories that are believable. They some wouldn't be conspiracy theories if they weren't. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. That's been, uh, uh, sorry. Excuse me. That has been Lexicon uh, for the week of uh, October 10th. Come back next week when I have another completely nonsensical word for you that may or may not stump you. And it won't be uh, Cletus going, I live on Earth. I live on Earth. Earth. It's the, th it's the thing under my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I own a plot of Earth. Of Earth. Oh, where are we going next? Uh, next, uh, I think this one's too soon. Uh -oh. But uh, a movie about the Ocean Gate tragic submersible oh, explosion is no. being developed. Uh, like Hollywood style or Hollywood. documentary? It's claiming to be a docu-series. I'd watch it. I would watch a docu-series on this. I, I think now is actually the time to strike while it's topical. Yeah, not too Abs soon. No. Because like literally it's only been three months. If it's handled correctly, if the, and I know that the families of the deceased received a lot of flack because they were essentially, you know, 
super mega rich yeah that they could afford to do that no disrespect to the families of the of the deceased but i mean the 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 company the company was 100 absolutely and so i mean that that's the story yeah that's the story i mean those folks losing their life uh you know yet yeah, privileged folks made a choice yeah we all make choices including the people who owned ocean gate who apparently want to do some other weird thing now hmm. now they want to do some some other stupidly risky thing i can't remember what it is i'll see if i can find it so they didn't learn the first time no <laughs> no they did not <sighs> yeah but uh let's see here i would watch this by the way and i will watch this when it comes out yeah this is coming from uh, mind riot entertainment okay uh they're also doing a fictional sister project for the same name uh so there's kind of going to be like you know two of them running alongside oh, each other oh interesting uh, and he's quoted as saying our film will not only honor all those involved in the submersible tragedy and their families yep but the feature will serve as a vessel that also addresses the macro concern about the nature of media today. Okay. So basically you're poking at the whole viral aspect of it. Yeah. But, uh, That's fair. Yeah. But at the same time, like I see why it went viral as hard as it did, because at the same time they were searching for these guys, there was a boatload of uh, refugees yeah. that were like, yeah, that's right. Cast aside. And I think that's probably, that's, yeah. Yeah. That, that was not cool yeah but not cool at all yeah but uh they do say that the uh the fictional project will be promoted alongside the docuseries that way you're kind of getting both at once so yeah but on to some good news oh we finally got the first trailer for the toxic adventure <laughs> go toxic go yeah and we've put a link in the show notes it is a red band trailer so you know no little ones but uh it's awesome cool you don't you still don't get to see him in all his glory yet but but it gives you enough of the vibe of the movie i mean if that's a shot from the trailer it is that's pretty cool like they do a lot of uh tv news real stuff in the trailer Wow. And they're like, oh, you know, who is this, you know, mystery hero or this yeah. freak of nature sure. or whatever? And then they're like, you know, uh, there's a crime going on. And then they cut to the actual movie portion of it where right. he kicks in the door and proceeds to just shred these criminals. <laughs> and nice. it is gruesome. Nice. But uh well, it wouldn't be the same if it wasn't. No, though. it's it's got the trauma vibes. And uh as they say, you know, it is very much not safe for work, but you know, still fun. Dead air. What happened? <laughs> nothing. What happened? Nothing. Uh, I'm just sitting here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they say the movie fully embraces its trauma roots in all the best ways. It's dumb, it's bloody, and it's fun. Uh, but it rejects them in all the bad ways, mainly that uh, this one has a story that won't make you turn away in disgust. It may make you vomit out of disgust, though, because the film is gross as hell. And okay. one would hope that is the case with a film called The, the Toxic, Toxic Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. We did link to it in the show notes. So you can go have a look for yourself and uh, make your own choice. Well, if the trailer is tame enough for me, I'll give it a watch. Well, if you got through Brightburn, you're okay. I did get through Brightburn. You'll be fine then. Also, I've been getting through Gen V and there's a lot of blood and guts in that. So <laughs> but coming to an end here next, uh, Netflix has mailed its final oh i saw DVD that yeah isn't customers. that something eh? dvds yeah. will always be 
in our DNA. So this marks the end of their 25-year movie-by-mail service. And uh, the final one went out on September 29th. Well, there you go. What we were just asking you earlier, what's the last holdout going to be? Yeah. There it is. It the last DVD, last by, DVD mail. by mail. Yep. Something. Did you ever do? I never that? did. No, neither did I. Was it I never available? The... Well, yeah. Was I it available in Canada? Basics used to have a red box in there. So I visited some friends in the U.S. where Redbox was like on every street corner. Huh. You just walk down, doo, 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 put in the code, paid your money, it spit the movie at the bottom, and then you just return it to any Redbox. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a neat little idea, but was Red, but Redbox was something different though, wasn't I, it? I think it might have been, but same idea. Yeah. Netflix is quoted as saying, "We redefined how people watch films and series at home." And shared the excitement as they opened their mailboxes to our iconic red envelopes. Mm, that's it's true. The yeah. End of an era, but the DVD business built our foundation for years to come, giving members unprecedented choice and control, a wide variety of titles to choose from, and the freedom to watch as much as they want. Mm. So they did start as a DVD rental company back in 1997. 97. And Tim Burton's Beetlejuice was the first disc mailed out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Nolan says LOL. LOL. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah but, uh, you know, another ending, I guess. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Netflix will still keep chugging along. Though. I kind of, I got to wonder now with everybody getting into the streaming game, is Netflix still the biggest? The is, are they still the biggest film studio on the planet? I don't know. They were at one time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, these next guys might be vying for the title. Uh, Disney Plus. Well, I mean, isn't the joke that Disney's going to own everything? Uh, Eventually. Yeah. But uh, starting November 1st, they're going to crack down yeah, on passwords. Right here, here in Canada. I, that, that just kills me. Like, yeah. you know, our population is a pittance compared to the compared United to, yeah. States or China. Or, How much revenue is Disney getting out of their own, out of the United States? Yeah. Where there are like tens of millions what billions of people plus their dollars worth more well that's what i mean so i don't understand why canada i mean other than the fact that we already have uh one of the streamers that's cracked down on that here already yeah is it because we're the test bed for this stuff because we're just we'll, we'll suck it up and okay maybe because we're nice could be i don't know but uh, they say unless otherwise permitted by your service tier you may not share your subscription outside of your household and uh, you know what the yeah. the people that i have in my family that that watch tv don't watch it anyway so yeah. like i think when you mentioned this i said this will not affect me in any way you know well it they they deem the household term to mean the collection of devices associated with your primary personal residence that are used by the individuals there within but like what happens when you take one of your devices on vacation or something I presume that it's going to be just like the Netflix thing where you're going to have to declare a primary residence and you must check in every, I don't know what the frequency is, but it's every so often you must log in from your primary residence, hmm. which is fine. Lots of people take their streaming devices with them on holidays and, and that's totally fine. Yeah. I, I have no issue with this. Yeah. Um, when I go on vacation, I'm generally not going to watch TV and although I, I've watched quite a bit of TV in the last couple of vacations I've been on. Well, if it's raining or something, you well, at night inside, when right? I'm laying in bed, right? I'll just yeah. throw the TV on and watch something. Yeah. Apparently this is spinning out of the uh, quarter, third quarter earnings report. 
So they want to crack down and try and uh, third quarter earnings of this year. I believe so. 23. Wow. Okay. So this next one is fun though. I'm looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this since they said it's been picked up again. It has been picked up. Yeah. Uh, Masters of the Universe Revolution. Revolution. This has uh, announced the 2024 return with a uh, short clip <gasps> featuring He-Man and King Randor taking on Scareglow. And oh, I did see this. I did see this. We've linked that. to the show notes in case you want to go have a look at it. Yeah, I did. But see uh, I it is cool. awesome. Yeah. It's short, yeah, but yeah. it's awesome. Uh, cool to see Randor uh, getting it's off his basically foot. Basically a Hulkbuster. <laughs> essentially is what he's wearing right. but skelibuster maybe i don't know it's cool though i mean i've always liked the warrior king randor that we got from the yeah. 2002 series so seeing randor uh not the foppish king that he was in the filmation series yeah, the, the guy who didn't have a clue about anything that was going on around yeah him. i think this might this could be a nice even mix of the two i think so yeah yeah but you know it's set to hit streaming in 2024 so we do have to wait a little while yet for it but i know the kids uh and again netflix the the kids series uh leave has already been canceled yeah it's canceled um, unfortunately this would be what season two this for, this, season for this version because yeah. season one was released in two parts right yeah that's right um we be hard to judge just on a trailer or a teaser i should say true do you think it'll keep going I think so. I do I, you want it to keep going? I do. Me too. Based on what <laughs> I see too. in this little teaser <laughs> Me piece. Too. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. 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 Although you'd think that in the toy world is not I mean, it is a big toy property. And we've already seen some of the toys leak out at uh, earlier conventions this year, like the cybernetic skeletor. That's right. Yeah. That kind of gives away what happens to him after he gets into the tech. Almost world. like a uh yeah, the techno uh the the virus, I guess it is. I think so kind of reminds me of the new adventure skeletor a little bit a little bit um the the toys are maybe not performing as well as well mattel would like them to i i think they're missing the mark on some of them and then doing reissues to try and correct that course but because like we got revelations versions of merman and beast man who had none of their armor Oh yeah. It was like just a stripped down figure. And then you get like the deluxe beast man. Oh, the new Eternia line. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just tricked right out. New Eternia though, gives you this idea, uh, the option to create the character that you want to, Mm -hmm. whether it's the screen accurate version or the one, the beast man case, this like feral. Yeah. Like a true beast man. Yeah. 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 I like that. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's great, Nolan. Thank you very much. Appreciate the comment. Uh, you guys are awesome. Stay badass. Uh, every Tuesday night, man. Yeah. Every Tuesday night. Uh, this next one is uh, not really badass. Uh, kind of sucks, actually. Uh, voice actress Jennifer Hale was only paid around 1200 for her Naomi Hunter role in the Metal Gear Solid franchise. I saw this, and I'm like, I'm not sure why this is newsworthy now, other than, other than... Does this fall this into some of the stuff in. that the, the Screen Actors Guild is fighting uh, for? Apparently, the video game voice portion of that yeah. are thinking on renegotiating and possibly going on strike as well. I mean, so the, the... I thought that the Guild was fighting for, they said, all segments of their membership. Yeah. Would that not include... Uh, does it not include video games? 
I don't know for sure if it includes them. I mean, it should because it's still a voice role. I mean, there was a time, and I and I don't know what the stats are on this now, but there was a time when the video and uh, the video game industry uh, makes more money per year than all of Hollywood combined. I believe it. So, I mean, it's big bucks. It's big, big bucks. So certainly they could afford to pay the the folks who are the the voice talent probably pay them a little better. Twelve hundred bucks for a, a game. That is arguably one of the greatest the games ever made. Most beloved, you know, action titles of all time. Does seem a little light. You well, know, uh, Hale was recorded saying back in uh, 2011 in a New Yorker article uh, that Metal Gear had made 270 million. Yeah. yeah. And that's back then, uh, or somewhere closer to actually 176 million, depending what figures you get. Right. Against. Right. But regardless. For her to only get twelve hundred bucks, like no residuals or nothing, you know, and I don't know. I, again, I don't know what the the situation is there. Like that's um, the studio responsible for the original game. I don't know who they were, but you got to figure they they're paying those those costs up front. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Coming Red coming me. in from YouTube says, uh, "Yikes." VO work really don't pay until you get that big name status. Mm. Again, you know, you would think David Hader would have big name status. You would think so. Residuals though. This is, yeah. this is the thing that the SAG, the screen actors guild has been fighting for is the, like these residuals. I mean, you got guys like Will Wheaton who said that if it wasn't for the residuals on star Trek that carried him for years that supported him and his family. Um, it's important that this stuff is actually yeah. negotiated fairly. Yeah. So yeah, video games, man. Yep. But I guess this is coming out because of the strike. And on top of that, you know, who would have uh, an opinion on this? Greg. Yeah, he would as a video as a voice game. actor. Yeah. Voice actor. Yeah. But uh, what else is happening is metal gear solid is going to be released again as part of a metal gear solid master collection. Recasted. No, uh, re-record all the lines <laughs> remastered apparently, <laughs> uh, but it's going to include uh, the original metal gear trilogy, uh, as well as additional content like digital graphic novels and a screenplay book. Hmm. So it's That's announced cool. alongside the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Uh, the Master Collection will arrive on PS4, Xbox Series, Nintendo Switch, and PS4 on October 24th. PS4 or PS5? It says in the Article 4, but I'm assuming 5. I wonder if that's a misprint. It could I wonder be. if that's a misprint. Yeah. But if it's coming to Switch, I'm going to get it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, this next one, uh, I don't know, wrestlers. You like wrestlers? I, I do. Do you like drunk wrestlers? Oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> so apparently, Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. Uh, What's going on here? Press conference, WWE Fastlane. They had uh, a few pops. Uh, they did have a few pops. Uh oh. Um, oh, Red says uh, that's good value. That's you good. Damn value. right it is. Yeah, it's good. The value. entire trilogy. Ooh. But uh, I guess they came out did their thing. They won the titles off of uh, the other team judgment day. Okay. And uh, even triple H seems to not care as you know, it was still amusing. All right. But uh, you know, you can't blame them for wanting to relax a bit after the match. So they went back to the locker room and they do what guys in the locker room do. You know, someone's down there with a bag of beers. Yep. Uh, we and then they went in here. front of the camera. They did. Oh, okay. Uh, we have a clip. It's a compilation from uh, Twitter user RGTV. Okay. So thank you. I haven't that. seen this yet. So I'm seeing this for the first time right yeah. now. Let's take so, a look. Drunk wrestlers. Here we go. Okay. 
If y'all just, know Kasama, Kasama been here older than she older than all of us. Like she 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 been here since both our daddies was here. <laughs> but full disclosure. Yeah. Ud and I might have had a libation or two on the bus. <laughs> Hi, Jay. Hi, Cody. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> um, I hope you don't hate me for bringing this up. I, I wish you had asked an easier question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Ask Jay. Jay, where are we at in the story? Uh. <laughs> uh, sorry, honey. Like we, all, we all hustle hard. Everybody's in their hustles. I bet a bunch of y'all lost lost money thinking Judgment Day was going to win tonight, though. Let's go. You feel me? You feel me? Come on. Appreciate him, though, man. But, man, come on. <clears throat> my man. That's my man. Um, I, I, I'm, uh, the question, we veered away from it. What was the question? Feel me? You feel me? For real. Do you feel him, sir? Do you do? Be your 20 year old so donnie burgess network indiana uh, oh you local yes sir A local so you brought up the nightmare <laughs> <laughs> you brought up the nightmare factory earlier cody yes sir great bonus question hard question <laughs> yeet let's go y'all that was amazing i gotta say that was amazing what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Red. Uh, we are being careful. It is locker room talk. Uh, was more like locker room, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way that that was edited, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's chunks taken out of it for uh, time constraints, but that was good. I I would like to maybe go back and watch that uncut to see if they actually get through anything oh, any question or they just go off the rails every time <laughs> oh local local uh we have veered away what, what was that? what was the question that was funny silver spider says that was great <laughs> uh poor guys having a good time celebrating and then oh crap we're supposed to do an interview <laughs> Here, there it is. Okay, I know what I'm doing. Uh, so from uh, drunk wrestlers to another end of it, sure. Uh, ex WWE superstar Mandy Rose has Uh-oh. said uh, she's making life changing money, yeah, thanks to OnlyFans, yeah, life changing. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, apparently she's raking in the dough outside the squared circle, uh, telling TMZ Sports that uh, she's super grateful for supporting her lucrative OnlyFans career. Yep, so uh, she got let go back in 2022 after images like she what she posts uh leaked online on social media so uh instead of letting the scandal just you know take her right out i gotta wonder though i mean is it is it really that scandalous or was it like violation of a contract detail that it might be violation of contract detail for them that's what i mean like what she's doing now there's no contract on her right she can go well it's her own thing right only fans she can do whatever she wants yeah uh, she's quoted as saying, it's been amazing financially. I'm doing really well. And honestly, personally and mentally, I've been doing amazing. I have so much more time to spend with my family and get involved in more things that I never thought I'd get involved. This is the second time that a career change to OnlyFans has come up in our show in, the, in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. So. So people are jumping to it. Apparently it's viable. Mm-hmm. 
sex sells, right? Yep. But uh, as for OnlyFans, she says uh, she loves how she's able to document all parts of her life and interact with her biggest followers and, of course, the money. Well, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. She says uh, it's kind of been life-changing and she's really blessed, but says that she'll have that. Uh, I will say that I have a lot of financial freedom right now, which is really amazing. So there you go as to what she's pulling down. For I that, mean, but... and we're, nobody's getting any younger. No. So the clock is ticking on this one. Yeah. And like, there's the argument to be made. Like once you put it out there, it's out there forever, but yeah. I mean, what's That's the true. harm? That's true. I mean, it's a choice. Again, we all make choices yeah. and this is making a choice. Yeah. I mean, if this was Europe, this wouldn't even be a thing. Right. No, certain parts of Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it. <laughs> Hashtag free the nipple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, closer to home here uh, for the next three days, everything oh, yeah. on our merch day is going to be on sale. All Phantom Power merch is on sale for the next three days. So if you're uh, looking to pick up uh, one of those fancy logoed t-shirts that reminds you of something from your childhood, now's the time to do it. Maybe you want to hook yourself up with a coffee mug or maybe a water bottle. Hmm, now's a good time to stock up for Christmas, too. Absolutely. you got maybe, a uh, fan of fandom out there? <laughs> fans of stuff, as we are fans of stuff. Mm. Oh, I missed this one from Red. Oh, Red, this is the epitome of Embrace the Suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because she's hurting real hard. <laughs> so I guess we're getting pretty close to the end of the night here. Are we? Oh, is it that time? You boys are competing with Amazon sales. Yeah, that's yeah, it never, is prime day there. We're never going to be Amazon. Well, you know what? Amazon don't got our stuff. So yeah. that, <laughs> you know what Exclusive. Amazon can do to, to, to paraphrase a red, uh, Amazon can suck it. <laughs> what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still <laughs> laughing at that. Oh, this next man. one is a long time coming. I was shocked. I'm still shocked. I know. But the last living suspect in the 1996 drive-by shooting of Tupac Shakur has been indicted in Las Vegas on a murder charge. Isn't that something? Have we made an, we've got an arrest? We have got an arrest. Wow. Uh, this guy has been on the suspect list since the beginning, and they've just recently got the stuff to put him. Dude's had 20 years of freedom, 20 plus years of freedom after that. Yeah. Uh, but get this, uh, Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, uh, he's long been known as a suspect and they didn't have anything enough on him but in his memoirs he has stated that he was the guy in the front seat that handed the gun to the guy in the back seat who did the shooting oh putting himself squarely in it you just implicated yourself dummy yep <laughs> yeah the las vegas police homicide uh, <laughs> lieutenant jason johansson is this memoir been published it's but you can get it on amazon that's hilarious so somebody read that and went go pick that guy up yeah basically like oh he just admitted now he's at very at the very least he's going to be tried for accessory oh yeah um he the vegas police homicide lieutenant jason johansson said uh Dwayne Davis was the shot caller for this group of individuals that committed the crime and he orchestrated the plan that was carried out. And Interesting. Oh. he has admitted in well, that's a conspiracy charge. Yeah. That he provided the gun used in the drive-by shooting. So he admitted that prior. And then uh, I guess because it is in Vegas, if you are linked to it, you yeah. can be charged with it. 
Interesting. So we've got nobody else. So you're it. You basically, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, what's just the kid's name here? Uh, the original guy who he claimed was doing the shooting. The shooter. The one of the shooters. Okay. Um, he had uh, said that his nephew. Orlando baby Lane Anderson was the one in the back seat that he handed the gun to, to pull the trigger. Okay. But, and I guess he is the one on tape that was getting into the brawl with Tupac back at the casino before the shooting. All right. So, yeah, it's been a very interesting, like when you see these cases that are cold cases, Yeah, this is 27 years going now. Yeah. To finally, uh, put a, <laughs> some sort of closure on that but only because the guy implicated himself yeah yeah uh los uh retired los angeles police detective greg kading said he put himself squarely in the middle of the conspiracy and uh the he himself gave las vegas police the ammunition and leverage to move forward you know you think you're gonna do something you're gonna uh, i'm gonna secure my future i'm gonna write a memoir yeah does nobody like review this stuff like now you probably shouldn't admit this you think maybe you'd have a lawyer review? <laughs> you'd think so but... <laughs> oh man and the award for the dumbest criminal of the year goes to yeah i guess on the night of july 17th las vegas police uh surrounded the home where he lives with wife paula clemens and uh police lapel video obtained there shows that uh, they were detaining him and his wife and they went in they collected multiple computers, a cell phone, a hard drive, Vibe magazines that featured Tupac Shakur, uh, several 40 caliber bullets, two tubs containing photographs, and a copy of his memoir. So. Wow. It's like a, they, they raided him. That's a cake with the cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Whether yeah. or not he'll be fully convicted, I guess we've got to wait and see. Well, that'll be one is, to follow. He's going yeah. to court next week. Okay. So. Okay. And is that an arraignment hearing? Do we know? Uh, no, I believe this is like, you're going, Oh, he's going, going, he's okay. charged. And All right. Let's get on with it. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. Cool. Cool to see that there's been some, yeah. Glad to know that if something happens that somebody, well, who's to say how, if he didn't write the book, would they have ever saw, would they have ever true? You know, I mean, the, the, the further away you get from this stuff, the, the, the tougher it is. It gets, yeah. 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 Man, where are we at, man? Well, I think we're almost to the last line here. Oh, so uh, we've if hit anybody it. wants to call in. This is the last call never. for the last call. Yep. As uh, we transition over. By the way, the line is open. It's been open all night. I guess I should say that more at the beginning of the show. The lines are open. Yeah, well, the lines are open. We're pretty open. <laughs> I mean, I, with this one, though, I guess with this arrest happening, is the other one going to get closed now soon with uh, Christopher Wallace? Oh, I don't know. Is this is the whole thing, right? The East versus West. East West, yeah. Tupac versus Biggie. Uh, I don't know. If they solve one, maybe they solve the other. Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, people, there's a there are people out there who know that just oh, never absolutely. said anything. For sure. Like maybe are. that'll be his trump card is he'll reveal who killed the other guy to cut himself a deal to get out of this. Maybe. Maybe. If he knows. Maybe, but that'll be an interesting one to follow up uh as more details become available. Mm -hmm. well i guess we've hit that time once again uh where you know what he's out there for you and i hunting the aisles so you can save a few bucks and it's uh andy toy hunting at uh, dollarama 
Yeah. Oh, we got one from Red. Oh, here. what's Red saying? Not tonight, lads, but people do buy them shirts. Mine has lasted very well through a lot of punishment. Oh, fantastic. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. I normally wear, I normally wear one. Um, but I spilled a little dinner on it tonight. Like, <laughs> oh, God, I gotta change my shirt. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, All right. thank you. Thank you for the endorsement. I really much appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So if you're out at Dollarama this week, yeah, what's out this week? Open. We've got uh, snap ships coming back through again. Oh, wait, uh, is this a new assortment? A new assortment. This one's got the javelin in it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, again, selling for five bucks at Dollarama. Those were cool. I uh, think they're cool. It's going for $28.95 on Amazon. Oh, really? So heck of a deal there. Yeah, seriously. And then the other one coming through here is a sort of Funko Pops, including the Disney Classics Dumbo. Yeah. And the wave of the 40th anniversary Care Bears. Oh, wow. Again, going for five bucks. And these ones are retailing for $12.99 to $19.99. So Funko Pops, they just won't go away. They won't. And apparently there's also <laughs> Chase versions of these as well. Oh, of course there is. So not only is there regulars, there there's be? Chase versions. Why wouldn't there be Funko? Yeah. Um, I want to snap ships. These came around once before. Did They've you come around? Did you buy? I did buy one. And so now they are all interchangeable yeah, like little yeah. interlocking pieces build your own sort of ships yeah basically i like that idea oh. more parts you can build more franken ships franken ships exactly that's what i'm doing in starfield <laughs> <laughs> building franken ships cool wow um that's another great great episode i'm glad we uh got back to uh the our regular tuesday night a little bit of random. We just wrapped up Ahsoka uh, last night. Normally that would have been our Sunday night slot. Uh, so if you didn't, if you missed us uh, last night or you were wondering what happened to us on Sunday, we did delay by a day. That being said, uh, the next Star Wars uh, live action Star Wars series, I believe is going to be Skeleton Crew in uh, early 2024, which is probably going to be our next review series. So Sunday nights might be a little uh, light going forward that being said andy and i at least andy and i and possibly hank uh when we can get him during the week we'll be here every tuesday night to uh continue yeah to keep it random um but we're going to work on some short form content in the next little while there's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff that we've been sort of kicking around that we've wanted to do but it's hard to get that stuff done when you're live streaming twice a week yeah. So, so now we've got some some time to a little work. bit of opportunity and yeah we've got a follow uh, up on some projects we've been yeah shelving for a yeah, while yeah yeah we've got a, a, a an impromptu unboxing from Hank coming up here pretty soon and that mm. that kind of sparked a, a another idea. a whole idea for a, another uh, a series of sorts which I think will be good as a as a pre produced thing but uh, more more toy content coming down the line yeah and uh again we've uh, we've picked up some new subscribers uh who are commenting on some of our shorter short form videos a lot of our star wars videos so uh i have a, a ongoing uh weapons of star wars series that i'd like to work on a little bit more so look for more of those mm -hmm. and whatever else catches our fancy and of course you can always submit your show ideas and your video ideas uh, here in the live chat with us on uh, Tuesday nights, or you can hit us up on any of our social media platforms. We're on uh, uh, bunch all, of all of those over there. Uh, and of course you can get us by email at uh, fandom power three. That's fandom power. The number three at gmail.com. I think I'm uh, talked out, man. What about you? Yeah, that's all I got. Well, it's been a great uh, hour and a half hanging out with you, uh, as always. I look forward to doing this again next week, and I hope you do as well. Come back and see us next week, because for Phantom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we will see you on the next one. Bye for now. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. 